Something that's made the past year way easier? Being a longtime user of HelloFresh. It's America's number one meal kit for a reason, and now is the best time to find out why. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12Face and use code 12Face for 12 free meals, including free shipping. This is a Rooster Teeth production. I told a story in the in last week's episode, or the last episode we recorded, which is episode 51. In the middle of the episode, I said, Gavin or Andrew mentioned something that reminded me, and I tried to cut it off and say, hey, I know you guys might have heard about this, but I don't want to talk about it in the podcast, but I'll tell you the story right now. Please cut it from the episode. And then I told you guys in a very matter of fact, like, this is the data. This is the, the, the facts of the, of the story that happened. Uh, as it relates to an incident between Millie and I, and and a third party for that matter, and I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about it on the on the podcast yet because I haven't vetted it with Millicent yet, and I don't know that she would be comfortable with it. But I want you guys to understand what I'm talking about. I told that little nugget of a story in that manner, and then we went on with the podcast, and I just assumed that that was just for you two, uh, I guess, and, and and Nick and and Eric, and then it was flushed down the toilet of of uh, of content. And then I talked to Millicent and she said, I'm okay with you telling that story. So I came to you guys today and I said, we're listing things that we have to talk about. You guys were talking about the Halo bet. And then I thought there was a, some confusion about how, about when it was talked about or something. And then I said, oh yeah, well, I can talk about that Millie story now. And then you guys said, oh, okay, well, should we cut it from the other episode? And I said, it was already cut from the other episode. It was no. never in it. Well, I said, should no. we uncut it? Yeah, but I wasn't told in a way you didn't, that would have been entertaining. It was entertaining. But you also didn't articulate that. You said, I never told that story, is how you phrased it. I, I, what I meant was I never told that story on camera. I didn't tell the story. I told you guys the facts. <laughs> <laughs> the thing no. is, so I asked, do you, because the episode hasn't come out yet, 51 at the time of this, hasn't yeah. come out yet, it comes out in like six days. So I just said, should we just unsnip it from that? And then, it, and then you said, you know, I didn't tell it right. But the reason I said that is because Andrew was loving it. I had a great time. <laughs> He was it really enjoyed himself, even though you were just presenting the facts. Yeah. That was what I was asking. I was like, do we want to keep that then? But And then all I was suggesting was that it's a great tease of you saying, like, oh, we're going to edit this out. And then, like, if we make a clear edit, then people will be like, well, what was edited out? And then you can reintroduce it to this as, like, hey, I got approval. I can now tell the story. I was trying to build hype <laughs> okay. for your story, and you were very confused by this. I see what you're saying, but that doesn't translate in text very well. I feel like it did. I feel like it was pretty straightforward. <laughs> oh, what a mess. I feel like you cut me off. Turn your phone on and look. I can't. I'd love to. I feel oh, like... Oh, that sucks. I feel like... Well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree then. <laughs> I Why? was explaining what it was. You never have access to your phone on a face recording. You just... Do you just Thank kick you. it out the window like wherever we record? You never have it. If we ever need you to take a picture and send it to us, you never can. What's going on? I organized my photos. I'm good. I got everything lined up on my <laughs> tablet. Literally, I took a photo and it died. I was like, oh, that's too bad. It was. It happened 10 minutes before the show. I don't know what you want from me. I just don't know whose phone runs out of batteries at, like, nude. Like, what? Well, I charge it once every, like, four days. What do you want? How <laughs> oh, often okay. am I supposed to charge the phone? Do I charge it every day? I just put it on every night. That seems like work. Why would I do that? I don't need to... <laughs> that seems like three seconds of work well i need to think about it then it's part of my routine what if i don't feel like it that evening i'm not, do, you I'm not a, do you sleep with it in your hands just put it down on a charger <laughs> well no where, where am i putting i got the charger in the window it's an alarm clock i don't have to get up out of bed <laughs> walk window. to the fucking yeah <laughs> well it's the, the outlet is below the outlet is in a very weird place i didn't fucking design how this, this is where you go wrong instead of an alarm on your bedside table you've got waffle makers instead of a nice you plug you've got a keurig Put the phone next to your bed, easy charging every night. And if you've got a weird plug in a weird place, they invented extension cords, and they're wonderful. Okay. <laughs> I have an extension cord. All the plugs on it, except one, causes the breaker to flip in my room. <laughs> Good lord, we've been arguing about the layout of your bedroom for a year. This is this so, is how long this uh, We need to come in and remodel. Gonna, yeah. We can't I'd love to. I you know what we need? Gavin and I need to we need to avert Gavin and I can be our version of the property, property brothers. brothers. We'll and come we in. come wow. in. Yeah, we're the we're the, the property bros and we're gonna come in and we're gonna we're gonna flip your apartment. <laughs> yeah, and you'll tell us like how you want stuff, and I'll say stuff like <laughs> nice try. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. I was doing 
my impression of the game. You'll be like, well, I think I need to, I, I think I'd like to move the plug from here to here. And Gavin will be like, we'll get on that. And I'll be like, yeah, right. I'll get on it. He doesn't do any of the work. And lots of really <laughs> funny Property Brothers like jabs back and, and forth. And then we'll just shrug into the camera, yeah. which I assume they yeah. do. And, th and then we'll go. I mean, I could try to plug my phone in. I might lose all my power for everything else. It's, 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 I got like a one in seven. I'm willing to try, but then I'm gone. You are a professional podcaster. You do realize that. What does that have to do with anything? Well, <laughs> most people, when they plug in their phone, does, doesn't take down their whole recording studio. <laughs> no, I, I agree. You brought up the fact that I, I needed an extension cord. I have one of those. But as I said, literally, as if I plug it into anything but the right one, the breaker flips in my room and I lose all power. <laughs> get one that doesn't. I, it do sounds that. like you need another extension cord. I do. I figured it out. I get. I get. I finally understand Andrew. I finally like this all clicked, and I finally understand him. When you suggest something, there are ten reasons why he can't do it, and it's insane that you've never thought of the reasons that he has created for himself to not be able to do the simple thing. And somehow the onus is back on you. It all just like the pieces of the puzzle just came together. This is incredible. Andrew is like <laughs> a video game character that only has character slots, but no inventory slots. He's like, well, I've got my <laughs> extension cord. I, what, I'm going to get two. I can't store two. That's the extension cord. That's the one I have to use. They cost. <laughs> listen, extension cords cost money. They're expensive. Like 30 bucks. They're not as expensive as porta potties. That's true, but that was for the show. That was a bit for the show. I'm investing in the show. It's different. It's for the show if you can use your phone and the show at the same time. <laughs> I wonder if if I brought that extension cord to someone else's space, if it would be the same game. If it would be if it would trip. Because I'm pretty sure it's broken. It like sparks whenever you put it in the other one. So I wonder if it's like a portable shutdown breaker. You could just plug it in in like restaurants and stuff, see what happens. That'd yeah. be awesome. Oh uh, why? Yeah. Hmm. You might have stumbled into a, a, a little device of chaos. I think I have. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. it's a great That's product. That's interesting. Just plug it in yeah. an airport. We should. No. We, we, <laughs> I, I don't have room, we Gavin. sell those. I pack a 20-pound bag when I travel. There's no room. I have, I'm, I'm already capped up. It's true. God. Did we start? Was this, was yeah. this the beginning of this Yeah, episode? we started. This is 52. Yeah. This, this is a year of... Face. Started with an argument about a text conversation around a story that nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> and then we talked about uh, extension cords. Yeah. Oh, fucking Christ. How far into this are we? I don't know. Ten, ten minutes? Ten minutes. That was ten wow. minutes? Wow. That went by quick. That was a good time. <laughs> oh, well, it's done. I don't have to get to my shit. That's great. <laughs> Andrew said he has nine. He has like six things today. Six things to talk about. Do we want to start with what Jeff was talking about then? Yeah, let's do that. That makes sense. Oh, do you guys want to want me to tell that story or? For the sake of the audience is that we've we've cut it from one episode and not talked about it in the next one. We could cut this <laughs> and then they'll never know. I saw the dress rehearsal of this story, so I'm very excited to hear what the final <laughs> cut sounds like. All right. Well, here you go. Here's a story for you guys. Uh, <laughs> this is the story of how Jeff lost his Are we cutting this? <laughs> no. Okay. This is a story. These aren't facts. This is the story of how Jeff lost his I am telling you. I, uh, I, I, I don't... <laughs> Gotta just spoil the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's already... I think the other version's better. <laughs> okay, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Eric, or whoever's editing this right now, just bleep out the, the word I say over and over again right there. How Jeff so it's, lost this is the story bleep. of how Jeff lost his blank. Yeah, his bleep. And then, okay, so let me let me start by going back and saying, uh, Millicent, Millicent Ramsey is my daughter, right? Mill, Millie Sailor Ramsey, that's her name. She's my kid. She's 15. In most states in America, and I don't know that this is the case for Canada and England. I'm not sure how it works in your countries. So uh, I won't presuppose that you know how it works in ours. Uh, so I will just let you know that in most states in America, but it's different, states' rights in all, state by state, at 15 in most states, you get your learner's permit so that you can begin to learn to be an adult and drive a car, right? And then become a productive driving member of American society. I did it at 15. So when Millie turned 15, uh, we, we, her mother took her out to get her permit. I also don't know if it's like this in, in, uh, in your countries, but in America, we have this thing called the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> Sometimes it's called the Department of Safety or Public Transportation. In Texas, it's called Texas DPS, uh, Department of Public Safety. The DMV <laughs> is the worst place on the planet Earth. Uh, and uh, Eric is around as a, the other fellow uh, American. 
uh, he can explain, he can uh, corroborate that, that the DMV is the worst place on earth. You don't want to go there. And it, it, it exists to frustrate in its banality. So uh, <laughs> Millie's mother takes her to get her permit. Nobody has ever gotten their permit on the first try because they make it impossible. They were missing some paperwork. So they were like, you got to come back later. And they were like, okay, well, let's make an appointment. And they said, sure, you, the next appointment's in six weeks. Fuck. Okay. You can't do it online? So they make an appointment. Uh, no. They, they make an appointment. Her mother then takes her back. And the next appointment, they say, oh, you need this thing called a verification of enrollment. You have to prove that, that Millie is in school. We won't give a fucking learner's permit to kids who aren't passing classes or in school or some shit like that. So <laughs> they're like, fuck. Well, it would have been great if you told us this the first time, right? And they're like, yeah, well, we didn't. And so you got to get that. And so they called the school, and the school was like closed for the day. So they're like, fuck you. So they had to make another appointment for like four or five weeks down the road. This time I had Millie. So it was my turn to bring her to the appointment. Her mother went and got her the verification of enrollment and all that shit. I bring all the paperwork to the, to the DMV with Millie, and I go there, and the lady goes, this verification of enrollment uh, expired three days ago. And I go, excuse me? She goes, yeah, it's only good for 30 days. That was 33 days ago. This, you, and I was like, you think I unenrolled my daughter in school three days ago? Like, in the last three days, you think I've unenrolled her from school, and I'm trying to, like, get one over on you? Isn't it obvious that she's, like, every other 15-year-old in the world, she's in school? And they're like, hey, fuck off. Come back in six weeks. So I made another fucking appointment. At this point, Millie's going to be 26 by the time she gets her driver's license, right? Before she gets her fucking permit. Like, we're, we're, get, we're, we're getting close to 16 at this point. Fourth trip to the DMV happened last week. I had to get another verification of enrollment, all the stuff, get there. Then I had to do some tap dancing, because even if you have all the paperwork and everything required, they still won't make it easy for you. But I tap danced, and I did a little, you know, and, uh, and I got the goddamn, we got the goddamn permit. Fucking amazing, right? Millie finally got her driver's permit. By the way, Gavin, she's way ahead of you now. She officially has her Texas uh, permit. You do not. She is beating you. Well, I'll be honest. You're not selling me on the process. <laughs> no, it's not fun, right? But it's a, it's a rite of passage. So now it's time for her to start driving. You know, and, you know, we've been practicing and driving in the past, but she's never driven my car before because I didn't want her to drive it until she had a permit and it was totally legal. And technically, I guess it's also your car, Gavin, because, you know, I don't know. If we, we've talked about this in a previous face, but I lost my car to you in a bet, but you very kindly let me continue to use it and pay for it for years and years and years. Yeah. And then you allowed me to trade in that car for a new car, which means that partial ownership transfers to you. So, uh, unfortunately, I did a thing where, you know, I'm in my 40s and I, and I had a bit of a, maybe, maybe, maybe it's like a, uh, it's one of those uh, midlife crisis moments or, or what, or just treat myself, but I bought a really nice car that I was really excited about and really proud of and really happy about. I bought this BMW M5, and it's, it's excessive, but it, it, brought me a, it sparked a lot of joy in my life, as Marie Kondo <laughs> would say. Uh, so Millie, uh, I'm like, well, better get in the race car. And she's like, uh, I, is it okay if I drive your car? Are you sure? And I go, absolutely, dude. You're, you've got the permit. I've seen you drive before. You're good. We'll take it slow and easy. And uh, she hopped in the car, and 15 minutes later, we, we weren't driving it anymore. <laughs> We had a very successful drive uh, down, <laughs> down a road, and uh, we were turned around, and we were coming home, and Millie stopped at a red light, and somebody plowed right into us. <laughs> plowed right the fuck into us. So it wasn't even her fault. No. It wasn't her fault. No. She stopped at a yellow light as it was turning red. She stopped. It was totally fine, and somebody just wasn't paying attention, and a big pickup truck slammed right into us, and uh, Millie goes, did I... What was that? <laughs> uh, then, I'll say one thing for, for I'll say this for cars in, uh, and new cars. They absorb shock very fucking well. We got plowed into by this truck. And Millie goes, what was that? Did I stop you soon? And I go, no, we just, we just got hit. And she goes, we did? And, she was, and, and I was like, yeah. And she was kind of in shock, I think. And uh, so we pulled off and we exchanged information. Uh, my car's, uh, the back of my car's gone, you know, uh, trunk and, and uh, well, that's, uh, those are all, those are all figments of the, of, of, of a past life. We had to, you know, exchange information and with the cops and the insurance and all that. And, uh, and it was, uh, it's all fine now. My car's getting fixed. Their insurance is paying for it. It wasn't Millie's fault. She was cleared of any wrongdoing, uh, by the insurance companies. But because of that, uh, I lost the back half of my car and, and <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't had a car for two weeks, and I don't know when I'll have a car again. 
I love my favorite thing is just how much <laughs> Andrew loves it when your house or car fall apart. He That's just great. really loves it. It was like six months of frustration with the Texas DPS leading up to the point where she literally like gets the fucking driver's license out of the mail and goes, can I drive your car now? And I go hop in. <laughs> Bam! Fuck you. Fuck you. Universe says, fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Millie. Fuck you, BMW. <laughs> Suck my butt. <laughs> And that's where we are. Sucking the universe's butthole. Do you need the back half of the car? Is that necessary? Is, I feel like the front is way more important. If you're going to lose part of the car. That's the driving end. Yeah. It requires both. Okay. Apparently. What did the people say? Were they? Did Millie scream at them? Be like, what the hell were you doing? No. Millie was pretty, like, upset, you know? Uh-huh. And kind of just, like, kind of in, like, shocked by the whole thing. So I handled it mostly um she 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 was just kind of quiet and and they uh they understood you know I, I they didn't really have an excuse they were just like i didn't i just didn't see you guys stop you know on the damn phone probably mm. probably yeah i don't know i mean they were and, and of course they were in this big ass pickup truck <laughs> that suffered zero damage <laughs> like didn't didn't even didn't even smudge the chrome <laughs> on their bumper however uh the back half of my car looks like an old accordion like not one in good shape <laughs> I mean, one that's one that's been through the paces, one that's been in service for a while, like at the tail end, like a dude who has one of those monkeys that he dresses up and he goes down to the, like Venice Beach or like the like the boardwalk there and he like plays and the monkey dances. Like when he's thinking, he's looking at the accordion and he's like, "Shit, this, I've had this guy for eighteen years. It's about time to get a new accordion. This is it's barely held together. That's what my car looked like." <laughs> That was such an unnecessary explanation. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> that, was, that was basically the same version as we got last week, but with the origins of the... <laughs> yes, it was so much longer. Oh, you opened it with, in the beginning. <laughs> the car was invented. <laughs> well, I didn't, I don't think I explained, I don't think I fully explained the DMV shit to you guys last time. That's fair. It was important. But I feel like the DMV is like, that's what everybody knows about the DMV. I feel like it's like a Seinfeld the, bit from the fucking a... 80s that the DMV Dickhead. is terrible. <laughs> everybody knows the DMV sucks. I don't know. Everybody knows. You've never seen everybody Star knows. Wars, motherfucker. How I do know. I know that you know what American DMVs are like? That's Shut my point. My butt. The fact that I don't know Star Wars, but I know the American oh, DMV sucks. Shit. It's such a universal thing. I've seen Zootopia, Jeff. There are so I've seen many Zootopia. universal things that you don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're talking about. You've never touched an egg, goddammit. You're gonna talk about Universal? You don't know what a meatball tastes like. You've never licked a pickle. Fucking Christ! Wait, do you like How can pickles? it be Universal? Do you like pickles? Is that a thing? Uh, you're supposed to everybody do? likes pickles. No, where's, where's Hawaii at? It's, it's Where the fuck is Hawaii? <laughs> Universal DMV. You're from another country. How the fuck am I supposed to know? I'm the only American on this show. <laughs> Kevin, did you know the DMV sucked? Were you aware of that as a premise? <laughs> I did, but I've lived with Jeff. You know, I've learned it for I a feel decade. like it's just a cultural, everyone knows this. It's like what the people talk about with the DMV. He might be right. There might be people internationally. Like, we've got the DVLA, but uh, I have no experience with it. I don't it. know. Zootopia is a big movie. What's it like at the DVLA, Gavin? That's what I'm telling you. I'm the wrong person to ask, aren't I? Mm, mm. Okay, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have any experience or no. So if someone would have to tell you <laughs> the, I mean, the I, DLVA is like... <laughs> You personally have never fucking experienced it. I mean, I still got a provisional. I did it online. It took like one second. We don't do shit online in America. We do it slow. And with red tape. It's 2021. Someone asked me for a check the other day. What's wrong with this place? I got to get my goddamn kid's passport renewed. And I have to have a money order or a cashier's check. They don't take credit cards for passports in the United States government. Every time. I need to use a check. I don't know where a checkbook is. I have to buy a new one. I use one check. I lose the checkbook and I repeat that cycle every year. We need change. Oh, wow. Andrew, do you have a checkbook? No, I don't. So is that like version two of the story, Jeff? Are we going to lock it down next week? I feel like there's some good tweaks to be made. When the bank was invented. (laughs) Listen. I like the story. I'm just going to... Yeah, it's a great story. It was a great story. It was a good story. It was a little... We went a little long in the beginning. Listen, but you got there. Listen, listen, you little foreign dick. <laughs> Which one are you talking to? Yeah, I don't know. I'm talking to the more annoying of the two of you. And everybody knows who that is. That's just mean. You need to stop 
deflecting and set off the goddamn fire extinguisher that we've been waiting for for 52 fucking weeks. I think he's wow. talking about you now. That was a big pivot by Jeff. That was a, that was an interesting play by him. This is trying to get away from the DMV talk. I disagree with you. I don't think that everybody on earth knows that the, D the DMV is a know. universal thing. That and then even if it does, then there's a whole other layer of this that we have to get into, Andrew, that I'm not talking to normal people. I'm talking to you. I can't presuppose that you understand anything about how anything in society works because you are an anomaly. He's got you there. That's a fair point. I can't argue. So I have to explain shit. I know what the DMV is. Everybody knows what the DMV is. <laughs> it fucking sounds like it. <laughs> Should we just put up a Twitter poll? What's the DMV? What does it stand for? Andrew. Department of Motor Vehicles. Okay, there you go. It sounds like you're you're very well versed. I've I apologize for the beginning of my story. It was a waste to explain to such learned and sophisticated individuals as yourselves how a DMV works. I will not make that mistake. Oh no. The apology was not directed towards Eric Badur, so he can accept he can take that apology accepted and shove it up his butthole. It was just to you two. Oh no. I got some bad news. Go ahead. Well, Jeff was fucking yelling at me about, oh, wait, I'm 52, everyone's waiting for this fire extinguisher. I got it fucking prepped. I had it organized. I was ready to go. I'll show you what I made. It's unprepped? I can't show you what I made because the <laughs> I took a photo of it, and then it, <laughs> it, the phone died. We're back to the beginning. I'll, I'll send a photo later. I came up with an idea. Yeah, go ahead. Are, what, we need to film. Are, are you not filming this? No. Do no. you not have a... Like a video camera no, filming it? No, I, 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 I built the thing. Wait, wait, we're just all gonna sit here and listen to it? You can just play yeah. a sound effect, you lazy bastard. <laughs> what, what, what do you want? This is a fucking audio podcast. What do you want from me? A little bit of uh, supplemental content for the socials. We never talked about the supplemental content. Oh my god, this is what a show this is. <laughs> I think it's universally accepted that that uh, supplemental content is important, and uh, video content of some of such a monumentous occasion would be uh, welcomed. I went through multiple layers of this. Eric, Eric is aware of like my initial idea was how can I do this because it's gonna go everywhere. I'm going to build a kill room like in Dexter was the thing I thought of. I'm just going to plastic off an entire thing. Just keep it a, a completely separate. That was my idea. That's what I was trying to build towards. I never got that done. That seemed like a lot of work. <laughs> that seemed like a lot of work. I couldn't figure out how to tape to the ceiling. It just seemed like a whole process. I couldn't figure out the logistics of building a kill room or you need to cover the roof. So today, today, I thought I'm just going to put this in every garbage bag I currently have. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I dropped it in, I taped it up, and then I just kept Russian dolling it, just more and more garbage. I have it in like 18 garbage bags. So are you just going to reach your hand inside? No, I was just going to squish from, like, it's, I can just do it from the outside. Like through the bags, you're going to squeeze that? Through, on top of the bag, I'm just going to squeeze the handle. Is the pin already out? Pin is out. This pin's been out for a year. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The problem is, so there are two problems. One, the garbage bag is very big. I had to, like, kind of squeeze out air from the garbage bags just to try to, like, get my hand to a point being able to reach it. So while, while Jeff was talking about whatever he was talking about, I was choking out this garbage bag. And uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> nothing happened. What do you mean it doesn't work? I pulled the handle. Nothing happened. You got an empty fire extinguisher, haven't you? It's drained out. I think all the pressure's gone. <laughs> It's dead. It's almost like we had conversations, uh, I don't know, every fucking week for the past month about how you should take it to your fire department no, no, and get no, it no, recharged no, no, because no, no, they no. fucking lose their charge no, 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 time. No. I, That's what we I even offered. I listened. Check the tapes. You said, check. I bet it's fine. You said I no, could no, no, check the tapes, dude. Dude, I said get a new one. I'm not I a listened I, against <laughs> my better against my better judgment. I listened to this this week's episode yesterday <laughs> after I said I wasn't going to listen anymore because I wanted to hear what we said about the fire extinguisher. And I'll tell you exactly what we said. I said, "Do you want me to Google?" To help you, do you want me to Google your closest fire ex fire department so you can go down there and get them to recharge it for you? And you said, I know where the fire department is. I got that under control. I can do that. And no, it was, the tape. It, was, it was discussed, but I think there was a consensus that it's fine. It's totally fine. So you're saying that just now, at the end of that story, you just squeezed the fire extinguisher anyway, like without any buildup. You just went for it. Well, it was when Jeff was fucking yelling about, oh, waiting all these weeks. And I was oh, like, okay. here it is, motherfucker. 
and uh, nothing happened. It was just silence. All right, so take it out. There's a gauge on it, surely, like a, a needle. I mentioned it said it was in the recharge zone, and everyone's like, that's oh fine. God. And everybody said, get it recharged, and I offered to find the fire department to do it at. I know where the fire department is. Then go! <laughs> you need a fire extinguisher. Kevin offered to buy one. He found one online. He said, $65. This one seems like a good one. And you he were didn't... like, that seems too expensive. And it's and I was like, it's less expensive than your apartment burning down? You have a cord that makes sparks every time you try and use it. You need this. If anybody we know needs a fire extinguisher, it's you. You need a few of them. I put it in a lot of bags. I'm working on getting it out. <laughs> It's to the point now where I'm not, I'm not ever getting my hopes up about anything we do on this show. But that was, that was a real flat ending. That was a real, that was our year celebration. We talked about that a Gavin, year ago. It's almost as if we could have predicted it was happening and we tried to intervene oh, before it happened. Oh, no. Episode after. Oh no! It did go off. It did go off. I just couldn't hear it. Oh no! Oh no! What do you mean? It was silent. the handle now nothing <laughs> it's, it's done <laughs> so it just coughed and that was it yeah it was a cough but it coughed all over the bag and the powder's everywhere i gotta be honest i didn't think that i didn't think that the powder would go everywhere when you open the bag <laughs> neither did i on a scale of one to ten how big of a mess are we talking about oh it's not it's not like the worst it's like a six but it's like it was an unexpected my hands of powder on them I was just ripping through it because I wanted to pull to confirm. And <laughs> so uh, it's like if you like ripped open a bag of flour. Yeah, sort of like, yeah, maybe not like a big bag, but yeah, there's a flour bag effect. Oh. And now if you spray it, squeeze it outside of the bag, nothing, nothing happens. happens. Yeah, squeezing it, wow. it's it's dead. I wish you had your phone on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well Gavin, I got news for you, buddy. He can have the phone on or he can be in the podcast, but he can't do both. <laughs> you gotta take your pick. Buddy. I mean, I I sent him a phone. I should have sent an extinguisher with it. <laughs> Just giving him all the toys. Andrew needs all the ingredients. <laughs> Speaking of all the ingredients <laughs> and long term <sighs> long term commitments, you may remember back when this show started. Maybe it was episode three. This begun. This has been a long time coming. Oh, I said some things about basket weavers. I made some comments. I don't even remember what I said at this point. <laughs> But I had an ongoing feud <laughs> with the basket weaving community. It was one of the earliest recurring bits we had, I think. I think it was the first one we did have. And you did some research, and you were telling us about this basket weaver who was very famous, but then... Leona Waddell. Yeah. But then you didn't read on and could tell us nothing <laughs> yeah. about Yeah, I just learned that that was who the top basket <laughs> weaver was and was not prepared to answer any questions relating to the person. <laughs> um, so I, I got a kit. I got a kit. I begun the process... I made a few mistakes. I made the assumption, you know, you scan the instructions. I assumed that everything you needed would come into the kit. That was okay. not the case. Everything required to make the basket was not part of the kit. So I, I, the first thing is you had to cut the wood into eight 15-inch pieces. And then the next step was join it with string. I didn't have any string. I was out of string. <laughs> <laughs> so we used ribbon. It was a real conversation between floss or ribbon. <clears throat> I ended up going with ribbon, floss. nice oh. orange ribbon, <laughs> nice little orange ribbon. It really ties Beautiful. it together. I love orange, my favorite color. We're off to the races. So then the next step is the weaving part. The instructions weren't, weren't all that clear, you know, but we, uh, we committed to it. We're working. So this is step two. This is probably about, I don't know, an hour into this process. This is this, the second photo. We're building a basket. The basket is on its way. <laughs> we are creating art is what we're doing. We're weaving. It looks fantastic. We're weaving like the best of them. Kind of has oh. a bull vibe at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And I was not going to give up until I made this basket. So I was I was up late. Is that a little bow tie? That's so cute. Have you like snapped? Or is that just some? Is that like the end of what you were weaving sticking up there? That's the end of what I was weaving. Okay. I believe, or maybe not. I, it's hard to tell. It's it's a complicated thing. The basket weave. So I was up for a long time last night trying to put this together. It reminded me of when I was a kid in school. I've had this kit for weeks, and I just put it off until the <laughs> night before and realizing I didn't have the prep I needed and, like, getting stressed. It was like I was trying to submit an assignment again. And, like, how those assignments went, you could see the final product, our basket, is a piece of, of true art. It's beautiful. We got a basket. I did it, guys. I weaved a basket. <laughs> Why is it so much more sparse than it was in the second picture? Did you pull out all the... What have you done to it? Okay. You did! You took... <laughs> you gave up and you just stretched what you'd done. So this is... I can you see You accordioned it out. <laughs> Do that to my car. You don't get that past us. So what happened was I didn't like the initial weave. So then I pulled it all out, but then all the wood dried. So then I had to re-wet the wood and uh, I could never recapture the magic that was the first weave. But we, we put, that was, you're looking at four hours of weave work there. So, so how do you feel about, I can't, I can't. He's going to be picking raspberries and shit that are dropping through. <laughs> Blueberries leaking all over the road. If you could describe that, Jeff. To people listening who can't see this picture, what does that look like? <laughs> what is it? I, I know. It looks like a tumbleweed with orange string on it. <laughs> tumbleweed with a handle. Tumbleweed with a handle. So, <laughs> it started off so promising. Like that first picture, he's like, oh, he's really, look how even it all is. He's really putting the effort in. The second one, oh, I can't wait to see what this is going to look like. Third I one, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> the instructions were not very good. It was very complicated. <laughs> I tried my best. I'm not an arts and crafts guy. I've never weaved anything. I feel like I need to issue an apology to the basket weaving community. I have been humbled. I respect I respect the craft. I don't think I'm done with baskets. <laughs> I think a year from now, I'll work on my second basket. But There's even stuff like, uh, if you carry that and walking like, to the left of that, you would be stabbing yourself in the leg. <laughs> jagged shit coming out of the sides. Berry picking is very competitive. I need to be ready. Do me a favor. Save that. Of course. I'm not getting rid of my basket. Are, okay. Are you crazy? We, wanna, we need that. Yeah. What's that above it? Are we going for some gummy bears? What is that? Yeah, it's some gummy bears. Just to get, you know, need to fuel up. Need to do a little fuel between the weave. Oh, yeah. Got some gummy bears. The instructions, instructions bottom right. And this gummy bears. Yeah. And uh, tape measure. It's a frog tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the basket. Your life is like if <sighs> someone got locked in the Blues Clues house and grew up and just got stuck there. <laughs> <sighs> so Millie Ramsey has been very quietly listening to the last 15 minutes of this or so Ooh. next to me, and uh -huh. she died at that. <laughs> she just, the Blues Clues thing just killed her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. on the floor. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh. So that was actually I <laughs> shit. I don't know if you delivered on the fire extinguisher or not. You definitely <laughs> pulled it back, but it doesn't matter because this basket is phenomenal. Like it eclipsed who gives a shit about fire extinguishers now. <laughs> well, I still oh. do cuz I have to clean it up as soon as we're done. But <laughs> outside of that, I agree. Whether it's for work or for play, a lot of us are going to be on the move again this summer. And if you're not, you're probably going to be doing something equally cool, like uh, waiting till your uh, annoying neighbor goes out of town and then breaking into their backyard and swimming in their pool all summer while they're none the wiser. Uh, so whether you're going to do that or whether you're getting on a plane or going on a road trip or maybe, uh, maybe you're going to yacht somewhere, I would take your Raycons with you. So whether you're listening to this podcast or another certain theme park related podcast that's also very popular, a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears would make all the difference. 
You get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great, and they feel even better. Just touch them. They come in a range of cool colors, ooh, and with customizable gel tips, ooh, included for a comfortable in-ear fit. It's like a like a little ear massage for your ear. Oh, don't get too relaxed. And Acons are built to go wherever you go, with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case. Also, if you're like me and you forget to charge stuff before you go on long trips sometimes, Raycons are great because they have like a 24-hour battery life. So even if you uh, predictably, if your name is Jeff Ramsey, forgot to plug them in the night before, chances are they got enough juice to get you through the trip anyway. So listen up. Raycon is offering 15% off all their products for our listeners. And here's what you've got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com face. There, you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. And it's such a good deal, you'll want to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash face. Buyraycon.com slash face. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me mention the Jordan Harbinger show before. And now I'm going to do it again. This episode is brought to you by the Jordan Harbinger show. You want a new podcast to look forward to each week? One that's entertaining, informative, and which is not this podcast, by the way. Uh, I, I would, I highly think we're entertaining, but I certainly wouldn't say we're informative. Or packed with actionable content? Come on, of course you do. The average podcast listener listens to six shows in rotation, so you're most likely not just listening to. F it. Well, okay, you probably are listening. If you've, if the average listener has, you're the average listener. You have six shows in rotation, probably four and a half. We have round up, so five are probably this podcast, uh, which leaves one more for the Jordan Harbinger show. The Jordan Harbinger Show is a top-shelf podcast named Best of Apple in 2018, so don't just ignore my suggestion. Give it a listen. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes and authors and scientists, no scientists here, to mobsters, spies, hostage negotiators, that's more like it. Harbinger has an undeniable talent for getting his guests to share never-been-heard-before stories and thought-provoking insights, which is hard to do because you figure most of these people, they get interviewed over and over and over again. They tell the same stories over and over and over again. But without fail, he pulls out tactical bits of wisdom in each episode, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed critical thinker to better operate in today's world. The Jordan Harbinger podcast is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversations, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding the Jordan Harbinger show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There is never a dull show. Search for the Jordan Harbinger show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, by the way, I just, I was thinking about the first 30 minutes or so of this podcast, and uh -huh. I might have been a little hot. I apologize if I was a, if I was a little aggressive. <laughs> a little hot? The DMV frustrates me. I think you called me a pickle-licking freak in rage. <laughs> a little hot. You know, in some societies, that's a compliment, though. Yeah, which one? Uh, I mean, it could be uh, in certain se sectors of America, you know? <laughs> pickle lovers okay. out there. Sure. And freak. You could be like, oh, I'm freaky. Okay. That'd be cool. Okay. Freak's a compliment. I have a question for you, Jeff. Uh, yeah? Have you applied to Soho House recently? <laughs> <laughs> what is Did this? James Luckley ask you? Yeah. <laughs> I meant to tell him I put him down. <laughs> I got asked. I got. All right. Here's a funny story. So somebody invited me to Soho House, like some a, a friend, a non Rooster Teeth friend. And I thought, you know, they're opening up one in Austin. And I thought, yeah, well, I'll apply. Why not? Fuck it. I've been to it a few times. You and I had a great burger there. Right. Yeah. And so I was filling out the application because it's like, hey, you've been invited to join this thing by this other dude. Do you want to join? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I, uh, I was like, yeah. And then at the bottom, it's like, hey, do you know anybody else who's in Soho House? And I go, well, I do know one person who's in Soho House. So I just put down James. And then it said, be sure to let him know you told us. And I thought I should remember to do that. <laughs> <laughs> explain, explain what is Soho House. Thank you, Gavin. We get the fucking origin of the DMV and he just skates through Soho House. What the fuck is a Soho House? I feel like the DMV is much more accessible than Soho House. What is a Soho House? I feel like if you know what the DMV is, you know what Soho I House is. I don't know what a Soho House is. I know it what doesn't the DMV require, uh, It doesn't require an explanation.
I, I, I don't want to over-explain shit anymore. I, I've been lambasted for it in this very episode. I'm not going to, like, wax poetic and over-explain shit that people don't need to know anymore. A lesson learned. So if Gavin wants to explain it and he if he wants to waste everybody's time, he can go right ahead. But uh, I'm not going to be the one that does it. What, is Buckley mad at me? No, Buckley was <laughs> Buckley just sent, sent me, he forwarded me the email that he got sent by Soho House. And I was like, let me guess. <laughs> he didn't mention that to you in any way. And Buckley wrote, <laughs> I didn't hear a sausage. Yeah, well, I did. Uh, let him know, uh, as as my as the go-between between Buckley and I, let him know that uh, I, I did. Okay. <laughs> that I did, that that's accurate. And that I meant to follow up with him, but uh, they were faster than I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Soho House is like uh, it's like a shmarmy kind of well shmarmy that sounds like a negative word I shouldn't say that uh, it's 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 like a fancy kind of like bar club like restaurant slash, like where like people network and you need a membership you need to be like referred by people and it's a whole thing I don't have a membership yeah I don't either but <laughs> nobody's ever offered me one today, so. <laughs> I appreciate that. That was a good explanation, Jeff. I appreciate that. That was very clear. I thought I would at least apply. Oh, dude. Guys, do you remember how... I got some confirmation on something. Uh, do you guys remember how we were talking the other week and I told you the story about uh, the lady falling off the horse? And yeah, then yeah. You, then I told you later that I was really bummed out about how I told it and how I thought I didn't tell it well. Yeah. You're going to give it another go? Well, no, 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 uh. no. But I got confirmation that I told it badly because, you know, Emily's best friend, Vanessa, who's a real cool lady... Uh, and who loves face and listens to every episode. And she they they like work together at the salon or whatever. She came into Emily the other day and she goes, "Hey, I just got caught up on face, and I gotta ask you a question." And Emily's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And she goes, "Why did Jeff fuck up that horse story? He told it so much." He's, she goes, "He told it so much better in person." It's like, why did he tell? She's like, "He left out all the best stuff." And Emily's like, "I know." Oh. Well, damn. So I have independent confirmation that I did fuck up that story. Still a good story. <laughs> He yeah. still liked it. I honestly, I think the, the, the telling of the car crash story was only slow because I knew the end result of it. Not knowing what happened in the horse story, that being my first version of it, I had nothing to compare it to. Good story. Yeah. Well, also, he did start even today's story by saying, here's how I lost my car. That is true. <laughs> he did open... <laughs> Which earlier we, the podcast was was bleep. I never like when movies do that when they start at the end and work work back. I'm not a fan of that plot device. Twelve weeks earlier. Yeah. By the way, I feel like I should reference or I should say uh, nobody was injured. Yeah, I was on gonna either side. It was a it was it was just a fender bender for him. For us, it was you know some of a new car. But uh, <laughs> it, it was like it really like what I was gonna say like the safety measures on these new cars are phenomenal. I don't get in a lot of accidents. So it's not something that I deal with a lot. And like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Like the car was pretty fucked up, but it, it, it absorbed like 100% of the impact. Like we really didn't feel it. It was nuts. I was going to ask that, but I was too busy laughing. I forgot. It was, I really <laughs> got into. <laughs> oh. and, and, and I feel like <laughs> Jeff will, will struggle to do the same delivery twice. Like if he's telling a story, Jeff's been getting some full starts recently. Like we did our... Face stream recently. Uh huh. Jeff delivers the most energetic, amazing intro. Turns out <laughs> we weren't live yet. Then during our summer games in spring thing, we moved out. <laughs> we moved outside, and Jeff very energetically talked about the rules to this water throwing <sighs> challenge thing we were doing. <laughs> Got all the way through it. About four minutes in, he's like, "All right, are we ready?" And then the person holding the camera was like, "All right, Jeff, we're live on you." And I guess they'd just been playing like a recap of the show <laughs> while everyone repositioned outside. <laughs> Jeff did it again. It's like t twice in two weeks that Jeff's like, ah! and then the second time he's like, all right, well, <clears throat> like I was saying. Yeah, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> I think it's deliberate at this point. What do you think, Eric? I don't know. I think that he, I don't know that it's deliberate. I think that he uses so much of what he's got. Like when, you know, like, you know, like when he does like the big intro and then he gets mad that he did the big intro. I feel like that's yeah. what it is. I just don't think he can match that energy and enthusiasm a second time. But the thing is, no one ever is like, Jeff, hold up. We're not live. Everyone just stands there filming him. Let's him go for like four straight minutes. They let us go on that break shit show. They let me go for six minutes. I had a pack of cards in my hand. I was about to open the first goddamn pack of cards 
on the show, in the history of the fucking show. And and then Gavin goes, is the chat not updating? No, it wasn't even that. No one even said anything. Are we not live? And then they go, oh, yeah, yeah, no. You you haven't been live at, at any point. The only reason I asked is because people at broadcast were just like loudly chatting to each other. And I was like, wait, are we not on? Because everyone's just talking loudly. I wasn't there in studio. I, I'm watching a link from the outside going, Wow, this happened really fast. We just all of a sudden, here's yeah. the intro. I didn't get a note or anything that we were like, oh, I guess we're going to do a dry run <sighs> real quick. It was just like we're doing the show because then all of a sudden the intro played and I went, oh, OK, I guess we're OK. Let's. All right, guys, have a good show. And then I muted myself. And then that was I don't that intro was very good, though. Thanks, man. It was the setup too was so good of like you were saying literally you said jeff has anyone explained to you how we're gonna start this show and jeff said no and then as soon as you went to be you're like okay so the music's gonna start and then we're gonna pan into you and then the music kicked off and, and jeff had a panic are we live and then and then it like quick zoomed into him it was great yeah i, I like the idea of jeff being like wow that was short instructions here we go straight in we should play that somewhere we should upload that oh, we should start well also i thought it was live because it was past the time we were supposed to start <laughs> yeah and that was like and every Every reason to believe it was live. <laughs> the red lights were on. Everything was yeah, real, except on. it wasn't live. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you guys are right in that uh, I can't. It's not that I can't match my energy from the first to the second performance. It's that I don't on a core foundational in my soul level. I don't want to do the same thing twice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The same performance twice. Yeah, I totally know and what you mean. I don't, I don't know what it is, and I don't know why, but it is why I do content like this. It's why I, I do f Face, and why we did Let's Plays, and Achievement Hunter, and I do podcasting, because I don't like to do prepared stuff, and I don't like to have to repeat it. I hate I hate doing anything kind of... That's why you don't see me in a lot of, a lot of narrative stuff outside of Red versus Blue, because I just don't like to deliver lines, because I just... I can only get it right once, and every subsequent attempt gets worse. Everything's better the first time, especially reaction-based stuff. Like, I've been asked a few times if we're doing, like, a big shoot or, like, a slow-mo thing. Be like, all right, we didn't quite get that. Just react to that again. I'll be like, no, we just didn't get yeah. it. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's just, we missed it. Sorry. Get, get it next time. And there are some people who are so good at acting, like, like Matt Hullum, who can just do it, and he can give you 10 different reads, all different and all hilarious. I can give you, I guarantee you, the first read I give you <laughs> is the best and only good read. And no matter how hard I try, it will only get worse going forward. And so you just like, the first take is the only take. It's like the opposite of practice. Yeah. I totally oh, get it's, it. It is exactly the opposite of practice. That is exactly what it's like. We have another thing we need Fuck to talk hell. about before this episode okay. ends. I feel like we only got to two Jeez. of your six things, Andrew. I only got to one of my four things, but I, my shit's not important. I mean, I only have two things left. I feel like we touched touched on, on four of them. So I asked in the past, what are some loose threads in the past year of this podcast? Okay. Number one by far was the basket. It was the, the top thing people wanted some <laughs> resolution on. Number two is the bet that I had with Gavin. The Halo bet, the 24-hour challenge bet. We need to, to revisit this, Gavin. We need to talk about what has happened. Here's what we need to do. Long term, we need to start writing stuff down. <laughs> yes, we, need a, we need a challenge keeper. We need a, uh, someone probably whose name rhymes with Flerick to write yeah. down the terms and enforce the rules. You mean a judge? Yeah. I nominated him last week. I didn't remember what the actual details of the bet were. I didn't <laughs> even remember what the what we would win or whether it was a double or nothing. Someone's, I thought it was a pencil thing. I thought it was a $500 thing. Someone said it was a gum thing. It's a gum thing. I remember that now. Yeah, it was a gum thing. You have to put a piece of gum in your mouth for 10 seconds of my choosing within like a, a, a decent, like I'm not going to make you like use secondhand gum or whatever. It's like, it had to be a fresh stick. I, I remember it now. We can, we concluded the bet last week though. And it turns out maybe everything was wrong. <laughs> About I it? think your memory and like once the, the first time ever, I think I'm right on this show. And it was the one time you had absolutely no confidence in yourself. Yeah, it's like I'm always wrong. So whatever. So I, <laughs> I very I said to Gavin, we could do two things. Either we just I lost the bet and I'm OK with that because I accepted the terms, even though they were wrong. Or we could run it back and we can do it properly. I'm all for running it back doing it properly original terms okay so you need to pick a level then from my understanding of, of your Outskirts. thing i think i know what, yeah i think i, I assume <laughs> you need to do that one so 
<laughs> I don't know. Do we record a thing outside of this? Or like when that episode airs, it's going to be, how do we do this? Because it's logistically a nightmare now where next episode that airs, the bet is over. Then a week from then, the bet is back on. How do we do this? How do we approach with the timeline? It's very confusing. Yeah. With a 24 hour time window on something that is always two weeks ahead of release, <laughs> yeah. it's very difficult. Like, how do we get in sync? Uh, maybe... I don't, we record a thing and we throw onto the front of the next episode and then I'll just stream. By next episode, you mean the one from last week? Yeah, the one that is going to air next. So the one we recorded last week. So 51. So 51. Yeah, we record a thing maybe at the end of this quickly. Well, do we even need to explain it? Because we already explained it here. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, we're just going to say we messed up everything about this bet. We know we're fixing it. When we initially talked about this, I just remembered, I think we even discussed that we would write down the time that the bet started, and then 24 hours later, we would come back and talk about it, regardless of whether it was one or not. Oh, yeah, we didn't do that. So we we need to do that. Like, tomorrow at 3.52 p.m., uh, 1.52 your time, Andrew, we need to be discussing this bet. Okay, so are we starting the bet now? I don't know. It's up to you guys. But whenever we do start it, we need to film. Why don't you explain the origins of, of bets first? Of betting? Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> this goes back to the Bronze Age. Bronze Age. Okay. <laughs> It's going to take some time. <laughs> Little dickhead. <laughs> uh, it's up to y'all whenever you start the bet, but I do think we should adhere to that part of it. What's the best way to get in, in sync with the audience so that we could potentially do something live? Because Andrew, I've heard, has his Twitch account back. I think I have it back. I got locked out of my Twitch account. How'd you lose it? They said you need to change your password and they refused to send me a password reset email. And so I was doing research on, on what uh, happens typically when you're in that spot and people just generally lose their account. Like, the oh. Twitch will just say, like, ah, oh, we can't verify that this is ever you. Uh, we're not giving it back. But my tablet could sign into the account, so I was able to make a few changes. So I think I can get the account back. Okay. But it's just a matter of, of when do we start, and I can just stream. It's probably going to take me hours to, to beat Gavin's yeah. time. So should we say when the stream will be on the little extra bit we record? Yes. Okay. And then we, just, we should decide that now, right? So we don't drag this into another episode? When can you do it? When does that episode come out? Next Wednesday. Do I start on Wednesday? Do I start at like 8 a.m.? So that'd be the 19th of May. Well, I don't know why we're saying in this one. This one's it's already... <laughs> this is the 26th of May when this comes yeah, out. We're, just, we're deciding when this will start <laughs> and it'll be over by the time that people... This bet... <laughs> the audience will know the winner or, and loser of the bet before this airs. Let's just say I'll start... I'll do it on the day we stream. And we don't... This is unneeded, this conversation. Now that I think about it. But... <laughs> But the point is, you wanted, to, you wanted to have this conversation in the episode. Well, I brought. You we did. needed to discuss that the bet was still on in this episode. Then I thought we'd record a thing after the episode for the episode before. I mean, do we verify that the bet is still on? Do we go back and check the tapes as to what was said, or are we just gonna just say screw it, it's still on? You can do that if you want. As I said, it's very suspicious that Gavin goes through the fucking archives on every single thing I've said, except this one issue. This is the one thing that he refuses to go back just, to. That's it. That's an interesting point. I don't like what I'm going to find, I think. Gavin usually brings the receipts, and he is definitely not. <laughs> I think the receipts have been shredded. <laughs> so we run it back. I guess we'll just do the bet on Wednesday. I'll start it up. I'll stream again. Right. So okay. last week's episode is all about how you lost again. and The bet is, okay, Eric <laughs> brings up a great point. Let's just go over everything. But it's already happened, Eric. It's over. It is true. Do we? What's the point? Do you think we should explain the bet that ended a yeah, week ago? Yes, <laughs> because there are people who are going to consume every piece of content that we do outside of the podcast that is the thing that they do listen to. That's fair. That's a great point, Eric. So I, Gavin picked Outskirts. I have 24 hours to beat Outskirts from what time? Eight, I'll say 8 a.m. I'll start 8 a.m. on Wednesday. Uh, my time, 8 a.m. Pacific. If I beat the time from the time I beat it, Gavin then has 24 hours from that point to take the time back. We go back and forth until one of us cannot beat the time. Is that it? I feel like that covers it. If I yeah. win, Gavin has to eat gum. If I lose, I don't know what happens. Can I ask some questions here? Yeah, of course. How confident are you, Gavin, that Andrew will not be able to beat your time? He will 100% beat my time. How confident are you that if he beats your time, you can reclaim it within 24 hours? 70%? Really? How confident are you, Andrew... That if you take his time and he takes it back, that you can take it back again. 100%. Oh, really? I thought there's 0% chance you'll take it back the second time because I think you glitched into it somehow. 
I don't think your time, the time I'm beating right now is completely genuine. You're talking about my new techniques? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about whatever your technique was. I don't think you did it on purpose. I think the game glitched <laughs> in some way and that there's no way you'll be able to duplicate what I do if I beat it. I think Gavin watches way too many speedruns. I don't think that's true because I sent Gavin a speedrunning thing for like how to do it. And he's like, I've never seen this in my life. I'll be honest. I've not watched a speedrun for this level. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I've seen like, like a marathon of the whole game, but I've not been like yeah. studying anything okay well i think that's resolved we have uh, anything else we need how long have we been going at this point uh we're about right there um i uh i mentioned a couple weeks ago and i only say this now because i mentioned a couple weeks ago that i'm turning into bernie and jack asked me about it today because i guess i never talked about it and he wanted to know what i meant so i and andrew i don't know if this will mean anything to you but i think i think gavin i think this will hit home with you I've become a kind of a person that I never wanted to be, and it's really fucking with me, and I don't like it. And it's one of those things where, like, when, when you become a different person, how do you fix, like, how do you go back? And I don't, I don't know how to do that, but Bernie used to do this. Well, here, I'll explain it this. I have now started, and I don't know why. <laughs> what year was Bernie born? Yeah. Leaving <laughs> fucking half-empty soda cans all over my house. Oh. Like Bernie used to do at work. Do you remember that? Like, every we all hated Bernie because he would drink two sips of a Coke and put it down and then walk <laughs> away and open up another Coke and take three sips of a Coke and put it down and then walk away and pick up a third Coke and open it and not take any sips. And it would be on everybody's desks but his. Yeah. And you would just walk around with a trash can picking up useless undrank sodas from Bernie. I do that. I'm, I'm doing it like six, seven times a day right now. And I am powerless to stop myself. Does it have anything to do with the fact that I sent you 48 cans of Coke? <laughs> am I at all responsible <laughs> no. for this issue? No, I, w I wish. Uh, I wish I could blame it on you. You are going to be responsible uh, for whatever damage all this Captain Crunch does. To <laughs> so what, what is it? You just don't hold on to it? You're just walking around all the time? Like, if you're sat at your desk, surely you're just sipping on it until it's gone. Well, I, I move around a lot, right? The other day, I picked up a Diet Pepsi can, and I was like, God damn it, guys, this is full. And I went to Emily, and I'm like, I'm like, who's Diet Pepsi can? It was like, which one of y'all isn't finishing your fucking sodas? And Emily's like, dickhead, nobody drinks soda but you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, I drink water, and so does Millie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it is 100% me. And then I realized that it is me. And now I'm, I'm wondering... Was it really Bernie or was it me? And I didn't know that it was me. <laughs> That's not true. It was definitely really Bernie. It had to be. I remember that that well. But why the fuck can't I keep, why can't I, I don't want to be the kind of person that does that. I want to, I want to maintain positive control over my soda until I complete it. How do you not have like a bunch of flies? Don't, doesn't that attract <laughs> and then all the sugar? No, I drink diet soda, but oh. like, I just, I just don't understand. I, I, it, it's really frustrating me. And that's all. Why don't we, uh. Adopt some like Edward Forty hand style training. <laughs> Tape it on. We could we could do that. <laughs> the only other thing I had is that Andrew scared my girlfriend. I don't know. That's I'd love to know how. It was a pleasant conversation. What did I do? I'll, I'll tell you. The other so I was I was talking to my girlfriend earlier today or yesterday. I don't think it was yesterday. And she goes. Uh, she very cautiously goes. Uh, you guys talk about Christmas at all in the upcoming in, in the upcoming episodes you've recorded? And I go. I don't think so. Why? And she goes, oh, uh, no reason. I was just curious. And I was like, well, now there's, there's definitely a reason. You know, <laughs> we don't just ask questions like that. There's obviously a reason. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And she goes, oh, it's not, it's not a big deal. And I had to, it took me a while to get it out of her. And then she's like, I, I don't know. I just like, I was just, Andrew asked me a question about Christmas. And then I just, I don't, I don't know if it's like a bit. And I don't want to like, I don't want to <laughs> bit. And she didn't want to talk about it. And, and then it was like a whole no. thing. And then she's like, and I was like, well, Andrew and I did have a conversation about our favorite Christmas movies. Maybe it was just that. And then she's like, eh, I don't know. He was asking me about Christmas songs. And then, and, and she was like, kind of showed me the conversation. She was being real protective of it. And it looked just like a genuinely lovely conversation about yeah. you guys sharing your favorite Christmas songs. And I looked at it and I go, I think you just had a genuine conversation with Andrew about Christmas and enjoying Christmas songs. And she was just like, how do you guys live like this? <laughs> I was like, like, I don't know. That makes no sense. I don't understand. She didn't trust you because she was scared oh. that it was some sort of a bit. No. Was, or <laughs> like there was some sort of a, she was being pranked. No. Or she was participating in a prank that she wasn't aware of. I love that over her own confusion, she puts the sanctity of the bit uh, first. That's oh, 100%. Admirable. That's great. 100%. Like she was protecting a bit 
that didn't exist. <laughs> and she was protecting Andrew in a way that didn't exist. And yeah. at the end, when I finally got through it, I'm like, I know, I, I think you just had a genuine human moment with Andrew. And she was just like, I don't, I don't know how you guys live like this. I don't know how you trust each other. I don't know how, like, it's just, it's exhausting. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking agree with you. It is. I, okay, so this is my perspective of that conversation. Jeff and I were talking about Christmas. I'm a big Christmas guy. I love Christmas. <laughs> and he brought up, I say it because it makes Gavin laugh. It's my favorite thing. Uh, you brought up that your girlfriend loves Christmas, super into Christmas. So I was like, you know what? I haven't, I haven't talked to. Well, them. I mean, in the sense that you asked me what my favorite holiday was, and we talked about that, and then you asked what Emily's favorite holiday was, and I said she's a Christmas person. Did I ask that? I genuinely don't remember if I asked that. Question. I don't know. Maybe I volunteered, or you asked it. I don't know, but I don't remember how we got. The, anyway, it seemed like they were super into Christmas, and I, so I was like, you know, I'll just it's a basic thing. I'm curious what what the Christmas what their list would be. They sent me their top five Christmas songs. While they're concerned that this is a bit or paranoid over that, I'm just listening to the songs I wasn't all that familiar with, just having a great time eating a McDonald's breakfast. I was having a great time. It was a great day. I was just enjoying music. And little did you know you're ruining someone else's day. Yeah, little did I know that they thought this was this whole bit. In her defense, nine times out of nine, it is related in some way to content. To be, yeah, completely fair. Almost every conversation we've had is some way related to a bit <laughs> or just, fucking with you. I just love that our paranoia is infecting the people uh, that we, we care about <laughs> in our lives outside of the show. And I would say our own paranoia is at an all-time low. Like, I've been... No, no, no. I, You're I still would, paranoid? No. Okay, we need to talk about this thing. This is maybe what we close on. Maybe a month and a half ago or two months ago, Eric brought up that he got a Slack message from somebody. Uh... <laughs> And that he thought it was one of us because they didn't have a profile picture and it just seemed very suspicious, the timing of it. They said they work in the finance department. And uh, I remember hearing Eric say this. I was like, that seems overly paranoid. That same person slacked me yesterday. And I immediately went, this is a bit. This is a prank. Somebody's fucking with me. They're the most suspicious person without cause. I think it's our own paranoia I've ever interacted with. And every conversation I've had with them since then just makes me more paranoid. I don't think they're real. I kind of think they're real. They have to be real, but I'm pretty sure it's somebody. Why are you talking to the Why finance department? somebody from finance They reached to out you. to me. Why? Let me pull, okay, I'll pull up the fucking conversation. That's what it, that was something that I thought was odd. I got to load into Slack. But yeah, I, it just, it <laughs> randomly appeared. And I remember saying, like thinking when Eric brought it up that that's weird. And my first reaction was, that's not a real person. This person doesn't exist. Somebody's fucking with me. So you and Eric are both talking to a person and you both believe they don't exist. I and that you you think that 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 person you're talking to is, I don't know, me or Gavin or somebody else. I, yeah, I don't I'm not sure. I'm to what end would that would, would we be pranking you there? I don't know, but it's just they were a very suspicious here. I'm pulling up Slack right now. I got a message. This is you know, what honestly was the, the trigger word for me. They open. This is what they messaged me. Yo, you don't know me, big fan. I work on the finance team. I don't trust the finance person that opens with yo. That seems very <laughs> suspicious. I don't feel like that fits my my concept of what that person would be. I, I want to see if this person's messaged me. What's the name of the person? We'll Greg. I messaged Eric immediately that I'm now completely on board. This person is very suspicious. Oh, they have messaged me. <laughs> That's interesting. And then I went into polite mode, so I just said, it's nice to meet you, Greg. And the, their next response was a screenshot of their conversation with Eric saying that Eric thought that Greg was an Andrew Panton prank. And uh, their response was, dude, I'm not sure I'm not an Andrew Panton prank. <laughs> and then they told me, they told me, let me know if you want to use this smiley face, which I interpreted as like, fuck with Eric Moore through them. And I'm like, this, I cannot, this person is a wild card. I don't know how to deal with this person. Because if they're saying to me that I can use them to fuck with Eric, then that means that they're open to being like fucking with me. It goes both ways. It's an impossible to read. I take back mm. everything I said about paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> you seem incredibly paranoid right now. I didn't realize you were allowed to have a Slack account without a picture on it. I then said to them, respectfully, I'm not entirely sure you exist. And then their reply was, <laughs> right back at you, bud, which is a super suspicious <laughs> reply. <laughs> We're gonna and then I, <laughs> someone in finance is just <laughs> screwing with us. I then replied back to them because they're the most suspicious person I've ever met. I said, have you ever played Among Us? And they said, yeah. And I replied, do you get voted out first every game you play? I do not believe that you're a real person. Oh, I said, I want to believe you're real. And they replied, don't we all? 
And I was just like, I don't fucking know what the, this is not a person. This is not a real person. I, the kind I went of person you meet at a bar and then you go get them a drink and you come back and they're gone. Yeah. It's, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. They claimed the only thing that made me think that they were a person is I talked I apologized if I was being overly paranoid and they replied that they were in it for the chaos. And they said, it's like visiting Sesame street. And instead of meeting puppeteers, I turned into a puppet. I'm like, just thinking <laughs> that they're part of some, some bit. This is like my Christmas version, but Eric has an update I believe, on, on the extent of the realness of this individual. This will have to take us out. Cause we're way over time, but here's, here's what happened with this back and forth. Uh, I apologize. Cause I went, Hey, until the, cause I got confirmation from our friend Lewis I'm like, Lewis, who is Greg? And he said, this is Greg. Greg is a human man. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Too close to Jeff. Still don't believe it. Our mm. fearless leader, Jordan, emailed the whole company today with like, hey, guys, here are some organizational updates. This person's going to be doing this and Tony's going to be doing this and blah, blah, blah. And the last line is talking about and Greg will continue to be doing this, this and this. And I messaged Andrew and I'm like, <laughs> if I, it can't go. It can't possibly go this high. It can't. I, it can't possibly go to Jordan. It can't. There's no way, right? <laughs> I'll say this about Jordan. And Eric, I don't know if this will mean anything to you. Gavin, I don't think it'll mean anything to you. But Andrew, it's going to mean a lot to you. Jordan's favorite movie is Windy City Heat. No. Oh. Wow. No. When I told him you also loved Windy City Heat, he, it blew his mind. It's a great so movie. I guess don't stop worrying until someone at Warner starts talking about Greg. I understand what you're saying about how it couldn't possibly go to the top, but uh, our fearless leader, Jordan, has been involved in pranks throughout his career, the level of which we could probably not hope to achieve. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Not to add to your paranoia or, or, or fuel the flames of paranoia, but I wouldn't make an assumption that it, w that it couldn't go that high up, honestly. I also know the answer, so, you know. I think that was a pretty good uh, trial period for face. We did a whole yeah. year. Yeah. You, you probably know by now if it, you liked it or not. Thanks for listening. Should we do it again? I yeah, let so. us know if you want us to do another year. Maybe in year two we can find out who Greg is. <laughs> I wonder what I'll weave next. You can't move on from that basket as if you've weaved anything. <laughs> what defines a basket? <laughs> What defines a basket? Please end this episode. We have to go. We have to go. Goodbye. Thank you for one year of face. Goodbye. It's the furthest south you've been. Love you. Just rate and review and all that stuff. And tune in uh, in exactly one year when Andrew sets off another fire extinguisher, but this one's full. <laughs> I'm back. I missed all that. My it, What happened? My, my computer froze. I didn't hear anything for the past 15. We good? <laughs> Are you serious? What, yeah. Oh, it's over? Okay.